inside thoughts, conversations you're having with yourself, telling a story of you being the main character in your world or being life's side piece. We have what we believe is a healthy concept about ourselves, what we think is appropriate to speak to people when they ask us questions about ourselves, the ways that we present ourselves to the world. But then once we finish with that quote unquote show, that presentation, we retreat to the inside voice and conversation that is very abusive, very condescending, very self-deprecating. It's almost like we scold ourselves and scorn ourselves internally for having believed something and actually tried to make people believe that about us externally. We treat ourselves in our silent time as if we're the side piece in life, like we really aren't worthy to be the main character energy when it's really all about us. It's really all about you. There is nothing I or anyone can tell you that you don't already know about what you are already telling yourself. So what happens, you hear someone say something slick to you, right? Somebody gets real greasy with you, speaking to you and treating you in ways that obviously don't align with what you desire, but they align with the story that you're telling yourself or they align with the story that someone else has told you that you've accepted of yourself and that's on repeat in your mind. Yeah, that internal bully. Your beliefs are a bully if you allow them to be. Those negative beliefs have become the bully. Bully behavior. They tell you who you are, what you will and will not do. That becomes your warden. In the prison of your mind is where you're trapped when you feel you can't get out. And please believe me that I'm telling you this from a place of me having been there, not speaking to you in a place of I've never been there in my life and I can't relate. The reason why I can have this particular conversation is because I have been there, trapped in my thoughts, believing the starter beliefs that I was given when I came into the world. Oh yeah, we've all been given a package of starter beliefs and we've accepted that that is the foundation of who we are. We are anchored in just that. We didn't realize at some point we were going to go into a metamorphosis like the caterpillar to the butterfly. We didn't know that was coming. So anything that we heard from others in the world we believed was somehow a reflection of what we actually were instead of the reflection of who we believed that we were. Everything is evidence of your beliefs. That's it. That's it. It doesn't matter what it is that you listen to on the screen of manifestation. It doesn't matter what it is you're hearing or how you want to implement it. It comes down to the very basic fact that everything is evidence of your beliefs. That's it. There are multiple ways that you can bring things into your reality to feel that you are in the state of the wish fulfilled, the state of being the one who is experiencing the thing. But it doesn't take paying, you know, enormous amounts of money to learn a new technique to get you in the state of the wish fulfilled. Only you know what what lights your bulb. <laughs>
I giggle because this was me. Please understand, this was me during the pandemic, finding myself in a spiral, lost, really just grabbing for anything to pull me out of this quicksand that I was in, wanting to discover something new, something that would give me that aha moment. So I would understand my purpose. I would find bliss again. And so what did I do? Anything that I thought was on the positive side of life. So I attach myself to religion, really digging into the Bible, not in the way that put me in church, because again, this was during the pandemic window and um, social distancing was a real thing. So we were locked away in our homes and we were uh, bedside Baptists. But I, I poured myself into a religious perspective and I'm grateful for that because it led me closer to really getting immersed in the Bible in the analogies and the metaphorical beauty that exists in that reference. It's one of the greatest stories ever told is how my dad used to put it. One of the greatest stories ever told. It's a blueprint of man, of life, of how it all exists, unfolds. What matters to me is how beautifully those particular scriptures help me to unwrap me. I'm a beautiful gift and unboxing me has been such an immensely fulfilling journey. But please know that I did live in a place where I was in a bully behavior state. And although I had discovered or rediscovered religion or the Bible through religion, I still held deeply embedded beliefs of being unworthy, of being so minuscule, in my value and my inside voice and the way that I felt about me and the, the echo of the really ugly voices from my past was extremely loud in the cavern of my mind. And so what it did is that one negative thought could echo like I was in the Grand Canyon for days and weeks and months. And I found myself in a very deep, dark, depressive state, not really knowing how to find my way back to the light. And it was the desire to connect with love, what I believe to be love, that connected me with Law of Assumption and Neville Goddard's teachings. And that's how so many people come into the Law of Assumption community. You're in search of that something. Something in particular has piqued your interest. And now you start to really understand yourself and life. When the student is ready, the master will appear. And the master, God Almighty, the master appeared. God appeared as me. Because when I started page by page going through scripture and, and studying the way Neville dissected the Bible through his teachings, through his mentor, Abdullah, it occurred to me that it was right there in front of me the entire time. So why Jesus said he spoke in parables. <laughs> yes. And why in my mind would that be the case? Well, because if everything were to just be given to you up front, what would the world really look like? What would the discovery phase really be for each of us? But more than anything, I count it all joy. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. There were many days that I felt like giving up was the only option. 
I had already been through multiple abusive situations in my lifetime from childhood all the way up to the time that realistically I was a a full grown woman with full grown children in a full grown world. And I'm still in my mind being abused. Why? Because the stories I had been told about myself, the condemnation I had received, being the, the victim of abuse caused me to feel as if life had been playing a very, very cruel joke on me. That I was tricked into believing that I belonged and that I finally awakened to the fact that I did not. And it was completely devastating, but all a product of my own imagination and beliefs. But when someone tells you who you are and you believe that, then they are the ones who are actually controlling you. Their belief system controls you. And all of us are pretty much subjected to this as we first come into the world with those started beliefs. But once we realize that we are the power that chooses what is already created, then it's up to us to consistently, consciously make the selections that benefit who it is we desire to be. From that point of awakening, no one should hold your remote control. No one. Because what's showing on the screen of your life is solely for you to choose. So I am grateful, grateful that I have done a complete 180. Really, I've done like a 360 and a 520 or whatever that is, and then spun back around in the other direction. You get what I'm saying? Been all tangled and and detangled and tangled again. And finally, I have found peace, relief, comfort, Nobody can cut me a check big enough to exchange for any of those things. Nothing in this world compares to peace. And when you have that, you have it all. No one, no one gets to tell you who you are without it reflecting what it is you already believe about yourself. So when you hear the voices of those around you that don't align with where it is you're going, please know this. That is reflective of an underlying story that is still somehow resonating within you. And the fact that it's echoed outside of you is a moment to be extremely grateful for because what it's doing is telling you there's still something that needs your attention. It's not there to terrify you. It's a warning light. It's a a warning system. It's there to help be a stopgap so that you can fix it and know that it is firmly repaired before you move on. Who wants to build a house on a broken or a rocky foundation? We know it won't stand, not for long anyway. So why wouldn't you want someone to tell you, hey, there's an issue here before we move forward? And this is what comes out of the mouths of other people and through the actions of other people in our world. When it's not what you're wanting and what it is what you're wanting, it still all reflects your story. These are our individualized stories because what someone says to you will hit you differently than it's going to hit me. I may not even notice that they said it and can be standing in the same space as you. 
But because my consciousness won't allow me to absorb something outside of my belief system, I didn't even hear it. Whereas you not only heard it, but you interpreted it in like 30 languages before they could finish the sentence. (laughs) You was ready, ready for them (laughs) because your consciousness had you on guard waiting to be offended so that you could then step in and fight a battle that's not even yours. Again, the starter beliefs that we come into life with don't necessarily have to be the ones that you continue in this life with, that you end this life with. Evolution is inevitable. How you evolve is your choice. (laughs) 